Dr. Rashmi. Hello, hello. This is Dr. Amig from Unabridged MD. It is my true pleasure to bring on our guest, Dr. Rashmi Shram. She is the CEO and founder of Optimal Wellness. And I'm going to just explain why I'm bringing her in. So as uh, a lot of uh, uh, my audience knows, uh, I had stage four cancer about three years ago. And when I got diagnosed, I realized very, very soon that medicine alone would not be enough. Uh, not necessarily medicine enough for the cancer itself, but for my uh, my well-being. I, I really realized that I needed something more. And I started uh, basically reading a lot and starting discovering about energy healing and uh, meditation, visualization, affirmations. Um, and at first, they made me feel good, right? Uh, and then I was just like, okay, I'm going to do them just because they make me feel good. <laughs> um, but then I started realizing that it was actually probably helping me heal. Uh, and I had this conversation within my brain of left brain saying like, okay, stop this. Like you're doing Qigong and like th there's nothing behind it, right? Like why are you doing this? You're a scientific person, and then my right brain was like, well, hold on, I'm experiencing this well-being. So yeah, I'm going to continue this. And so it's like, you know, left brain, right brain were constantly fighting. One was kinder than the other. <laughs> um, and so when I discovered you, Dr. Shram, I found that you are uh, a holistic practitioner and that you kind of morphed from a family physician into this coaching uh, person. and. What you're bringing is literally what I was looking for and what helped me. Uh, so can you tell us um, how you became Optimal Wellness and what you offer to your patients? Yeah, absolutely. That's such a gorgeous story. Thank you for sharing that. It's very much so touches my heart. I had a, a little bit of a similar experience in that, and I was feeling sick. I didn't have stage four cancer. So I'm like, that is just such an incredibly inspiring and hopeful story that you just shared with us. So for me, it really came about very similarly to how your journey was in that I was experiencing many symptoms of just whether it was burnout or just dissatisfaction with life in general. I was experiencing that at somewhat of a low level, but it was it was coming out that I really didn't what didn't feel aligned with so many of the things that I was thinking or doing or acting. And it wasn't anything terrible. You wouldn't have seen me, you know, just not show up for work or show up for my kids' soccer games or anything like that. It was just this constant sort of like almost an a mental inflammation, if you will, or emotional inflammation that I just didn't know how to deal with. And so I, um, I grew up in India. And so I had been exposed to yoga, meditation, all of that. And it just felt like home. So I reached back into that, uh, you know, 15 years ago or so, and really started to notice the healing that I had for myself, mentally, emotionally, physically, and then I started to teach my patients what I understood and what I knew. Um, but I felt like I really wanted more of a deep dive. I wanted more accountability. And so when I signed up to be a meditation teacher, I really didn't think I'd ever teach meditation. Um, it was really more because I wanted a community, like you were saying, right? Because yes, we can read and we can listen to podcasts. They're so important. But ultimately, those huge leaps happen when we're working with someone 
or we have something that we're accountable to. And so that's really how I got into it. And it was very circuitous. And then Ayurveda came in um, very similarly, right? There's sister sciences, yoga and Ayurveda. And I was learning from board certified physicians. And so I, they were very much at the intersection of guarding the sacredness and the spirituality of this millennial old set of practices while also bringing in the science. And so that's what was very attractive to me that my teachers were all scientists who had studied this stuff. And so for me, that was how I got my foot in the door. And one thing led to another. And I noticed I took one class in coaching a while ago because I wanted to bring that to my patients. I had understood that they could, that we could shift mind mindset so quickly with coaching. And I fell in love with the results it was giving because we would have to come home and practice. And, you know, just the friends and family I was practicing on, they were just like, how did you do that? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. It's neuroscience. <laughs> you know, I don't know how I think I'm just like rechanging what you're telling me. And so, but now I'm understanding it in a much more nuanced way. And so it was very much so like, oh my goodness, it might look like a huge shift or a pivot. But for me, like, I feel like what I do in optimal wellness, which is really based in coaching and teaching meditation and mindfulness and Ayurveda, it is very much so still a healing space. It's And, and it's more so um, suited to some of the things that I'm able to bring uh, that I couldn't do as as an employed family physician. And so that's why I feel so strongly about, about the expansiveness and the evolution of my company, Optimal Wellness. That's absolutely beautiful. I mean, yeah, it's funny that that's, that's, that's something I've really experienced and I really wanted to, I want to bring this to my patients that it's really the same, the same thing. I'm, I'm not ready to, to not take take my medications and oh, share right. that with my patients. Oh, absolutely. Um, yes, yes. I, I love that you brought this up. So that is a big point whenever I'm working with anyone that I talk to them about is this is integrative. This is not alternative. And this is not a trampling on allopathic medicine. We know that allopathic medicine, and I still practice, it is, it is a brilliant, beautiful set of healing modalities, but it's incomplete in my opinion. Yeah, that's, that's, I, I agree. And I think that that's what it is about, like the holistic approach uh, to a patient. Um, so as you may know, my um, practice is about hope. And I would love for you to uh, share with us an example where you feel that, like you saw an experience, a, a, a patient where you saw the power of your practice. Yeah, for sure. I feel like I see that so much. And I can I can think of um, a beautiful um, client of mine. She's been working with me for about a year or so. She's in um, one of my advanced groups now, but she uh, had experienced a great deal of loss during COVID. She was also having some very significant GI issues as well. And she had been to doctor after doctor and had almost to the point of losing hope, uh, but, but really was curious, had practiced yoga before. And so she came to work with me one-on-one -on -one and we didn't change her medications. We kept her medications because again, medicines are important. Well, you know, that's a, that's a discussion for another time, but we really started working in um, emotional well-being, And that is a place where I learned nothing in medical school. And it's been this beautiful journey and learning experience for me and uh, just kind of holding on to certain, um, certain blockages, if you will, right? Because in yoga, in Ayurveda, 
it, it, and Ayurveda, which is 5,000 years old. And if you think about, you know, allopathic medicine is about 250 years old. So it's kind of a baby. And, and so in Ayurveda, the idea really is when we're able to bring or allow the body and the mind and the spirit to have balance, when we're able to provide it with balance, that there is already always a force within our own selves for self-healing, for homeostasis, that, you know, that idea of dynamic non-change in the midst of constant change, the body is constantly trying to get there to homeostasis. And so we started really with meditation and she, she was having a lot of anxiety. So we didn't really do deep dive meditation. So we just really worked on breath work. So pranayama, which is part of yoga. So we really just did breath work. And then as she got a little bit more comfortable, we did more guided meditations. And of course, with the guided meditations, it involves visualization and affirmations and things like that. Still keeping the medicines, mind you, her GI symptoms started to get so much better very quickly. And so that was good feedback for her. And she just kept going. And really at the end of three months, um, you know, and she is in her late sixties. I mean, she, she said, this is literally the best I've ever felt in my entire life. And, and it was because she decided to invest and investigate and stay curious, right? Because one of the things that I talk about anytime I'm, whether I'm presenting about, you know, healing, energy healing with the chakra system or vibrational or anything else like that. Uh, my thing is there's nothing dogmatic about this and nothing is excluded. And so the only thing I ask of you is just to stay present and stay open. And most people are willing to do that. And so for her, it was really life altering. And since then she's, I think she's brought three or four of her friends in, um, and we've all worked together and it, and there's so many, so many similar stories of hope, um, and, and, and of the ability to move past these really major turbulences in our lives. I love how you talk about turbulences in our life. I also, something resonated in me and I, I just feel like I could talk with you for hours because it's, it's really resonate within, uh, like when you were talking about the fact that our body is trying its best. And, and I share this sometimes with my patients. I'm like, if your body can create a disease, you can help it. You can help your body, like get into the uh, harmony, uh, uh, a balance. Uh, so that was, that's, that's beautiful. And, and I guess, again, it, it does come from, the fact that our medicine, the Western medicine is very new. Uh, so we don't have the wisdom, uh, that old, ancient, uh, traditional, uh, medicine have. Um, but to me, I mean, not but, but and to me, it's like the, the power of bringing, you know, Western medicine and Eastern medicine is just so much. Um, like there's no way I would say no to rheumatologic drugs when it's needed, but I've also like you seen the power of, you know, meditation, visualization, uh, going into trauma, right? Like with a practitioner that knows how to deal with that. And I've seen patients not need medication, um, need medication at first, right? For the help and then being completely were like, you know, wind off. And, uh, that is so, you know, satisfying as a physician to see this happen uh, because you're like, wow, you know, I just helped. And then it, I just literally witnessed the patient's healing. Um, 
And so, yeah, it resonated with me a lot, what you just said. So um, it's such a pleasure. I hope you can come back uh, uh, here because I think there's so much to learn from the type of practice that you're sharing with your patients. Um, do you want to tell us about uh, the program that you have that's coming and then, you know, the the, the couple of next program that you're you're planning to do? Absolutely. So I have programs, group programs with meditation and mindfulness. Right now we have one that's offered that's called Nourishing Mindfulness. And it's a brilliant combination of herbal healing with meditation. Uh, and my traditional, my kind of my signature program is called The Power Within. And I generally open the doors just twice a year. And there should be one more time opening up here in September this year. And I'd love to love to welcome anybody that's interested. We take some dives into yoga, into Ayurveda, into mindfulness and meditation and combine all of that um, for mind, body, spiritual well-being. Wonderful. Well, Again, uh, Dr. Shram, it was an absolute pleasure to have you. We will have all of the links to your website and your programs and your bio uh, in the description. Um, and uh, I hope to see you again very soon. Thank you Absolutely. so much. Thank you, Dr. Thank you.